ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in to another episode i'm your host steven g gaxiola and you are listening to the raider and the saint podcast gentlemen thank you once again for tuning into another episode once again i am your host steven gaxiola and yes you're tuning into the raider and the saint podcast i want to thank all my listeners from around the world that tune in every week thank you guys so much for your support it's been a crazy last couple of weeks before i get to that just want to give a couple shout outs shout outs to my my boys at the wimpy's pawn shop if you guys are looking to buy sell or trade you can hit them up at 750 West Foothill Boulevard. That's 750 West Foothill Boulevard in beautiful Azusa, California. Also, shout out to my boy, Freddie Morales, who's been on the show plenty of times. If you guys are looking to uh, buy a house, sell a house, refinance, hit him up. He's a loan officer, just started his own business. Hit him up at Freddie at GrossCapital.com. That's Freddie at GrossCapital.com. It's been two weeks since I've done a podcast. A lot of stuff has been going on. Uh, first, uh, my daughter, my youngest got sick, so we had to take precautions, quarantine her. We gave her tests. All the tests came back negative. You know, we can get sick just from other things, not just COVID's going around. There's other head colds and, and just nasty viruses out there, too. So we quarantined her and tested her, tested her, and, and she's fine now. Got a little bit of a cough on her. But last week, my my son Isaac, he got COVID. And the first day he was like he gave us his symptoms. We quarantined him right away. And then we tested him like a day later. It's hard to find tests nowadays. But we had one test left, came up positive, so he's quarantined. So automatically I got a quarantine too. Everyone's got a quarantine. I stayed home for a few days, took two tests, both came back negative. But I'm feeling a little bit on the weather. I'm not I don't have COVID, okay? But I do have whatever my daughter has, kind of like a head cold. Lost my voice. And at night, my throat just gets really, really uh, irritated. A little bit of congestion, but it's starting to come it's starting to come down from the head because, you know, it starts as a head congestion, and it starts coming down. And so it's starting to drain. I'm starting to cough everything out, so I apologize for my voice. And give me a second here. Let me, let me, I can't, it feels weird being outside. Uh, that's another news. I am no longer in the studio and there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Don't think that the podcast is going to stop. But like I said, last week I was at home. I was relaxing. It was a tough week, especially everything that's going on with my kids, my parents, you know, everything happened to my brother, just running around, just doing all kinds of stuff. And Sunday I was going to get up. I was going to come do a podcast. And I said, you know what, let me just take a break. My listeners will understand. Just take a quick break and relax. I felt bad. I felt just guilty because I know you guys are listening. I see the numbers. We're growing as a as a community. And I thank you guys so much for tuning in. It means a lot. And I, it feels good to be back podcasting again. But, yeah, going back to the studio, I am no longer in the studio. I'm in transitioning to another studio the studio is getting built or getting remodeled it's an old building they're redoing the building to get it ready to rent out to uh, people that want to use the studios for certain things make music whatever office space so it's actually good i told you guys before 
on the other podcast. It's, it's up the street from me. I want to be able to start doing two podcasts a week. And it's just it's just more convenient. Don't get me wrong. I love being in downtown Santa Ana. It was an amazing experience to be down there for two years. It was good. It was just I was only there once a week, man. And the rent, the rent was high. I took over the rent uh, on year two. And I, and I paid the rent for a whole year, and I did it. I, I proved myself that I could make this big payment. But it just didn't make sense now that the podcast is even growing. doesn't make sense for me to keep paying that. I'm only there once a week. And then it is nice down there. A lot of bars. It's a, it's a young crowd scene. And I'm just not into that stuff anymore. Okay? I'm not into going out to bars, hanging out, hanging at the studio. Yeah, let's go to the studio, bro. Let's go to the studio. That's just not my scene. I like to get in, do a good podcast, hang out. You know, edit the podcast and then be out. But during the week, it was just hard for me to get down there. I get off work, come home, shower, change, and then go. I'm 41 years old. And some people are saying, oh, well, you're still young. Yeah, but when you've been doing my job for 23 years, your body's going to have wear and tear. Just like some of these NFL players that, that play for five, six, seven, eight years, their body takes a toll. Just like anything else. Our bodies don't last forever. So, yeah. Done with that. I moved out. Got it all in one trip. Didn't have a lot of a lot of stuff. Just most of my equipment that I bought over over the years. So yeah, I'm gonna be podcasting from my backyard. It's beautiful back here. I've done it before. It's it's nothing to worry about. Podcast isn't going anywhere. But like I said, they're re, uh, renovating the new spot. It's literally right up the street from me, and it's, it's an ama- it's an amazing spot. Right off the freeway, be easier for my guests to get in and get out. Downtown Santa Ana, there's nowhere to park. You got to pay for parking. There's never no parking in the front. Get in and out. And I mean, it was good. Don't get me wrong. I had a, a pros and cons, but it was time for me to move on. Time for me to, to move up in this world and, and take this podcast to the next level. So that's what happened last week. Stood home, relaxed, and then Monday I went in there, took everything out, gave the keys. And that was it, man. It was a close chapter in this life. It did feel weird at first. I was kind of like, oh, man, you know, what are people going to think? And they think I'm taking a step back. No, I'm not taking a step back. I'm taking a step forward. I have to do this. If I'm going to be a a, a great podcaster like uh, Joe Rogan, and before we get to Joe Rogan, I'll get to him later. But you got you got to This is a journey, man. You're not going to start a podcast and then have one hundred twenty thousand listeners unless you're like steve-o or the the full sand a lot of these celebrities are starting podcasts they already have a following so people are already listening to them but this podcast world it's it's the long game okay it's a grind you know you can you can have one great guest mike tyson on the show or dana white on the show and you have your numbers spike but if you're a podcast listener, a true podcast listener, you've heard those guys on other podcasts before. So it's the same shit they're saying on these new podcasts. And these podcasts are going to get, they're going to show that they got a lot of listens right now. This is it, though. Let's see how how far they grind. Because as a podcaster, especially one like me who has no one else to do this, the interviewing, you know, being the producer, uh, editing the podcast, you know, finding guests on the show and then being on the show and, and speaking with you guys, it's a lot of work. Okay. And a lot of these people, they, they got start off and they got teams and stuff like that. And we'll see how long these podcasts last. I'm in this for the long haul. All right. I'm going to be here for many years to come. I'm not going anywhere. And so I appreciate you guys tuning in and I checked the numbers. People are still listening, even though I took a week off and I'm happy to be back, but I'm excited for this year, see what the future holds, but I'm going to keep grinding and I'm going to keep pushing and I'm going to see how far we can go with this. And I know we could go as far as far as I want to take this. So that's what was going on last week. And uh, yeah, you know, my voice is a little crackle too. Let me take a drink real quick. Give me a second. Yeah, I have uh, not been drinking. I think I cheated twice in the past two weeks, so I have been cutting down. Just going to work, coming home, just relaxing, and, you know, just trying to stay focused, just trying to keep grinding. I keep forgetting to tell you guys, 
I am coaching my son's flag football team again. We are on season two. This is called the winter season. And there's a lot that's been going on with that. First thing is we are, we just did our third game. We just had our third game. It's Friday night. So that's why my voice is kind of crappy is because we have our games Friday night. I'm out there in the cold. Getting a little, I have a sore throat. Not a sore throat, just irritated. And then Saturday we have practice from 3 to 5. So my voice is a little crappy right now. I've been yelling, yelling during the game. There's a lot of people that show up. A lot of people, sidelines are full, parents, friends, family members. And I coach the 7th and 8th grade league. It's the highest league you can, you can coach or the highest division you can coach. And then after that, it's uh, high school. They have high school. I, I think they have activities for high schools. Not in this personal league, the Matt Leinert Flag Football League. But my uh, – so my son missed the game. He came down with COVID. Uh, the week before that, another player had gotten COVID, so he had missed a week. And it's just it's just going around. You know, my son's vaccinated. Everyone's vaccinated here. And he's fine. He wanted to go to practice yesterday. We took his test. Still came out positive. After seven days, so we said he still got to stay quarantined. But he says he feels fine. I think he felt kind of crappy for the first couple of days, but he, he feels fine. He just he doesn't like being locked in his room. I mean, who does it? You know, I was in my room for 17 days. I mean, I couldn't only stand, especially he's young. But he's always in his room anyways. He's always in his room on the iPad watching YouTube videos. So I told him he'll be all right. Bought him some talkies earlier. He was craving Takis yesterday. I didn't get a chance to get it for him, so I got up this morning, got him some Takis. And, I, yes, today I am cheating a bit. Uh, when I used to get really sick back in the days, not sick, but just just get sick, I would always get vodka and orange juice and, and drink that, and then the next day you would feel better. But now that I'm going older, I don't know if it really works now. We'll see. But, yeah, I am trying to dabble in this little vodka right now. Trying to clear the head. It's just been, uh, just been super busy. Anyways, going back to the flag football. I'm proud to say last season, okay, last season we took second place. We went three and three. And let me see, three and three. Yeah, we went three and three, ended up being second place because we scored more points than the other second team. But we lost in the playoffs to that team. One of my best players wasn't there. And so I know that had a big effect, especially because we lost by, like, I think we lost by, like, one touchdown. I think it was, like, eight points. Anyway, so we're back. It's 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 four teams in the division. And we are, I'm happy to say, we are undefeated. We are undefeated. And we're not just undefeated. We're blowing everyone out of the water. I think our last score, this last team we just played, we beat them 36-6. to six. And the only reason why they scored six points because we had a minute and 20 seconds left, and I wanted to see how f I wanted to see a rush, a fast paced offense, like a hurry offense from my team. And uh, the rules are different from the NFL. You get three downs for a first down, uh, or three downs to go 25 yards. And so uh, we didn't get it. The other team took over, they went down the field, and they, they uh, scored last second, which is fine. You know, I, I was. I'm a defensive guy. I want them to play really good defense. And you know what? The drills I've been drilling them with, I've been doing certain drills. And it's starting to come back. Playing in high school and playing flag football, and you start seeing, the, remembering the drills they would teach you. And what am I teaching these kids? What am I going to teach them? How am I going to teach them? So I'm teaching them how to play zone because they're not used to staying in their zone. They're used to just chasing everyone. The guy takes off the line, they're chasing them. Like a dog chasing a cat. They just I go, no, you gotta stay where you're at. Because in flag football, they do a lot of trick plays. They do a lot of handoff sweeps, and then they'll hand it off, do a sweep coming around, and then they'll throw it. And these guys, these players, they were used to like playing man, rush, uh, you know, running after the player, and then the guy would come out from the back end and then get a nice 30, 40 yard pass. So I've been teaching them to stay in their zone. I'm teaching them to Watch the players. What are they running? Is he running an out? Is he running an in? Is he running a streak? Is he running a post? Is he running a slant? I says, 
every play, see what he's running. They're gonna have they're gonna be running the same play. Okay, we got two playbooks, A and B, and each playbook's got four plays. So we got a total of eight plays. But the eight plays I can run each play three different times. I could change it up three different ways. I could do a delay, I could do a motion, and so I'm gradually since these kids came back from last season, they're they're used to each other now. And so I'm gradually putting in these certain plays. Okay, now we're going to learn motion this week. Last week, we learned delay. And so I, I, I teach them, and they're starting to listen. And now that we're winning, not just winning barely, we're creaming guys, they come back and they crave for more. They're starting to listen more and open the ears. And I told them, hey, man, flag football, football in general, 90% mental, 10% physical. Okay, if you know what they're running, you could read the offense, stare at the quarterback's eyes. I'm teaching them all these things. I said, the game's halfway beat. All you got to do now is execute. And so last week, I was so proud of them, or last Friday, this past Friday, they had five interceptions. One of them was a pick six. And I'm watching them now. I'm watching them closely on defense and watching them stay put. I go, stay right there, stay right there. And they would stay and then the guy would come rolling out, and here's the corner standing there playing in his zone, get, gets the pick, pick for six. I'm also teaching him, too. So now that you know that you have to come back into this position, you can follow your player in. If he goes in for a slant, follow him for a little bit. Follow him for about three, four, five steps. But watch in the backfield. When you're playing zone, you're not playing your player. You're playing the quarterback. Look at the quarterback's eyes when you and look at the backfield. So I'm teaching them on these drills, certain drills I do, backpedal drills through the cones. They're looking down. I said, don't look down. Look up. And they're trying to look at the cone, trying to look where they're going. I go, no, you need to use your peripherals. You need to be able to see the whole field, the cones below you, and you got to use all that. And so I'm teaching them and giving them these drills, and they're getting better at what they do. And I can see the development. And and now they're just it's just this now we're just finally tuning it all, finally tuning the engine. They're rocking and rolling. And you can see it in their faces that they're happy. I told them we could go undefeated and win the championship. I go, but these t other teams that we're playing against, they're getting better. They're gonna get better. A lot of these teams, they got three coaches. I'm the only coach. I, so I tell them it's important we practice the day after. Okay, we get together, we talk about the game, we talk about what we did good, what we did bad. And so uh it's been a, a great journey for me to uh, coach these kids. It's it's really uh, rewarding to to sit there and coach. And like Isaac couldn't make it because he's got COVID, but I still went. And uh, the parents they they know me from last season, and so the parents are at the games and they're seeing the development and they're coming up to me saying, "Man, good job, good job." And and uh, I like it. I like doing it. It's keeping me busy. I mean, more busy than I would would like, but. It's keeping me busy. It's keeping my mind off of everything that's been going on, especially with my brother, uh, my parents. You know, I'm helping my parents deal with my brother's estate. Whenever I got to meet with the lawyer or an investor, I take a day off from work. I go help my dad just so that at least I know what, what you know, I could help them. And so they're happy for that. They just actually got their second dose of their vaccination the other day. Uh, they're doing okay. Little wiki. Uh, but they're doing they're doing better because uh, it was close. Almost lost both of them. They were both in the hospital for over a month, and then they kept going in and out of the hospital, uh, suffering from long COVID. But they're starting to starting to get a little bit better. They're getting better, but it's slowly. You know, they're in their 60s. For me, I remember when I had it, it took me months to get my my breathing back to normal and stuff like that. That's when I got sick. I started panicking. I was like, dude, I don't want to have this COVID again. I don't want it. I'm tired of this shit. I don't want to get it. It's ugly. Who wants to be sick for three weeks, man? You know, at least I know I'm vaccinated now. If I get sick, it's not going to be as bad. But still, there's always that small chance, right? But dude, who the hell wants to be sick for two weeks? Who the hell wants to be in, the, in, in bed for three weeks? That's how bad I had it. Some people, they had it okay. It was no big deal. Good for you. God bless you. For me, it was bad. So when I started feeling icky... I start panicking. I start getting scared. Like, oh, here we go again. Here we go again. Because you know what? Next week will be my one-year anniversary from having COVID. January 14th, Valentine's Day was on a Sunday. The next day was Monday, February 15th. I woke up, and I wasn't feeling good. 
And then after that, it was just downhill from there. It's a beautiful day, though. Nice and quiet in my backyard. I don't know if you guys can hear the airplanes. Nice little wind. Just relaxing. I got special guests coming up soon, so don't worry about that. I know this is my second time in a row talking. It's going to be a lot about me talking by myself. A lot of people I invite on the show, they either get COVID or they, someone's got COVID. They don't want to come around, and that's fine, you know, but I have to practice anyways. I have to get out here and practice podcasting by myself. There's going to be a lot of times where I'm uh, podcasting by myself, so I got to get good at this, right? Eventually, I'm going to I'm gonna have to do this more often by myself they can when i do it twice a week i might do it by myself and i'm learning i'm learning how to keep structured keep you guys interested in it and you know if this is good man this is really good i would say stress reliever coming out just speaking how i feel and you guys seeing you guys listening and, and i'm like okay you know, at least no one's saying, oh, fuck this guy. They're going, okay, I want to see see what he has to say today. Because, honestly, I really don't know what I'm going to say. How is this going to come out? I might write my notes. But I just I go off of, you know, what's going through my mind right now. And right now, it's uh, I, I kept forgetting to tell you guys, damn, dude, I got to tell him. I got to tell him about this flag football for undefeated. I don't know what I'm going to do if we go undefeated and win the championship, which we have a 90% chance. But I told the kids, I said, you got to keep practicing. We got to stay focused. And we got we, we got it because the other teams are going to get better. Every team got better throughout the season. I says, we got even though we came up with the hard, a fast start, we still got to improve. And let me tell you, man, these kids can catch. I throw the ball at them as hard as I could, and they can catch it. I practiced it with them the other yesterday, one-handed catches, uh, you know, working on their agility skills. And to see uh, every single player – that I have on this squad can score at any moment. You get them broken on an outfield, you know, if they broke get broken in the secondary, they're gone. I had one one of my uh, players, Emiliano, last week, not this past Friday, but the – yeah, yeah, this past Friday. So the players went uh, – no, 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 the last week, last, last week. So the team went – the other team went on offense first. They went down, they scored. So I'm like, okay, we're in it. We're going to be in this game. It's going to be a game. I, I call the play. It's a handoff to Emiliano. He takes the handoff or it's a toss, and he takes it all the way to the house. Everyone went nuts, all the family and everything, and and it's it's a battle. When we first all – when the players – when the teams start playing, everybody's full of energy. Everyone's playing hard. But I notice with my team is as it gets later in the game because it's – we don't have no substitutes. Last week, someone had COVID. And then this week, had someone that sold it. That's six on six. So I only had six players. So they have to go both ways. And I noticed that, like, third quarter, fourth quarter, the other players, they you can see it. They're getting tired. They're not running as fast. And my players, they're still going. They're still going. They're still going. So I see it. And so the next day when I practice, I, I, I teach them the proper way to stretch out. I warm them up properly, and then I work them hard. And then I, the rest of the week, they got time to rest. But I'm seeing the endurance and, and seeing the development. So if we win, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm probably going to cry or something. It's just it's just amazing to see the dedication and the hard work and just being there every practice, every game on time. My lady says I should smile more. She says I don't smile. I'm too serious. I said I'm like Bill Belichick, you know. What I mean, I could win seven Super Bowl rings and, and never crack a smile. I said no. It's just I, I, I am happy, but I'm not done yet. When we win this championship, then I'll be happy. Then I'll be like, look at you know, and these kids. I want to see them happy. They're happy now, but when they win that championship, they're gonna be smiling and, and happy and jumping up and down. And I'm gonna smile because I know how that how that must feel. Being able to win a, win a championship at something, whether it's basketball tournament or whatever, being able to win some type of uh, tournament or, or league, it's 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 a great feeling, you know. And it, and it stays with them for the rest of their lives. Them knowing that them showing up to practice, them showing up to on time before the game to warm up, 
and practice and work hard, there are rewards. There are rewards. And, and it's not just teaching them fundamentals of football, but teaching them dedication and working hard. I've talked about my podcast a little bit with them. They kind of giggle. You know, you go to podcasts and they kind of giggle. And uh, I told them, I said, yeah, I go, not only are you guys listening, I got uh, thousands of people listening to me too. So, obviously, I'm doing something right. Thank you, guys. Yeah, it was a beautiful day yesterday practicing. I've been teaching them backpedaling. So I tell them when you're playing, when you're playing on defense, you're gonna backpedal. So I'm teaching them the backpedal. Look, you know, get down low, stick your butt out, look straight straight ahead. And I'm teaching them that they don't they don't know how to do. They were they were really good at that. Now they're getting better. So they're getting low. They're backpedaling, and I'm teaching them open up. I said after five or six backpedals, if that receiver starts going deep, you open up. And I'm teaching them how to open up towards their chest, towards the middle of the field, teaching them that. And it was crazy because there's where we practice at the park, there's two different fields. So the other field, there was uh, these two black guys. And you can tell they're fit, working out. So at one point, the one of the guys over there, one of the black guys, he's backpedaling. But he's not just backpedaling, he's zigzagging. Backpedaling and he's fast. He's a do 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 do, and all the kids seeing it go, oh look at he's backpedaling, whoa he's fast. I said, you want to get that good, you have to practice. I go, that's college, that's college level right there. You're gonna have to get that good if you want to play college. I go, but you guys will. You got to keep practicing. So it was cool to see that. I was like, man, at least that I could show them because I can't do a lot of things that I used to do when I was younger. You know, I can't I can't run routes anymore and. You know, I got my back was aggravated for two weeks. I was throwing the ball with them a couple weeks ago. I was trying to throw the ball hard, trying to throw it deep at them, and fucked up my back. My back was fucked up for five days. I couldn't even fucking I couldn't even get out of bed. I'm like, what the fuck, man? But I, I that that's just part of getting old, I guess. Yeah, so our games are played every Friday night. My son should be back this Friday. We should have a full squad. One thing that does irritate me, though, is that, okay, I'm going to tell you a story. So my quarterback didn't come back this season. The quarterback I had last year, the quarterback that I was training, developing, he, was pretty, he, was, he developed into a really good quarterback. He didn't come back. A lot of these guys play different. A lot of these kids play different sports. So he plays uh, – Baseball, so I think he was he was gonna do baseball. So I had another player that I was like that played baseball. They had a good arm too. I would see him throw the ball during practice. I asked the parents. I says, hey, is he interested in playing quarterback? They said, yeah. I says, okay. Well, I know Wednesdays you couldn't practice because you went to church. They said, yeah, yeah. And I said, well, what days are good for you? They said Thursdays. I said, okay. So I go and try to find a park that has lights. That's close, Fullerton, right? Look, look for city with lights. Got trying to get a hold of the director. Long story short, I couldn't find a field with lights. Okay, you can't just show up on any field and play and just start practicing to have lights. You have to get with the city, even though it's a public park. You still have to get with the city if it's some type of organized play. So I said, okay, we'll do Saturdays from three to five at this park over here. Anyway, so the kid ends up. Missing the first practice. Something about he had tryouts for another baseball team. So then I'm like, okay, I got to go with this quarterback then. This other kid. And so I've been developing this kid. And while the other one gets he gets COVID. I won't say names. But the other kid, he gets COVID that I wanted an original quarterback. So he misses. So I'm still training this other quarterback. He comes back to practice. Okay, no, he comes back to the first game. I put him at center. I said, okay, you know what? Play center. At least you're right there with the quarterback. You can make some type of connection because if I need you to switch at quarterback, you guys could both switch in and out. So the next day's practice, 
I'm thinking, okay, I can work with him now. Everything's cleared. COVID is done with. You know, here we go. Dad shows up. Oh, yeah, he can only stay for an hour. We, we got plans. All right. So I just run drills, and I send him on his way. I'm like, I, I need more time than an hour to train somebody that quarterback. It's it's To see the way these kids play, it's not going to take an hour to teach this guy to be great. It's going to take time to develop these these players. So I kept him at center. He's good at center. He caught like three touchdowns last week. So anyways, we win again. I'm like, okay. I text the the parents are happy after the game. I'm like, okay, hey, we're going to meet again tomorrow. I'll send you guys a text message. I send them a message in the morning. Reminder, there's practice today, Saturday. Once again, player's dad. Hey, sorry, we, we're going to go to the mountains this week. We had it planned for a long time. I mean, this wasn't just this season. It's been, it was last season too. Missing games, missing practices, and it messes up my game plan. It messes up what I have for these kids when they don't show up. I want to teach them. I want to teach them new things like emotion and uh, delay and and certain way to run routes. When it's this play, you got to do this. I can't develop them if they're not there, and I don't want to punish the kid. You know, it's obviously the parents' fault. So I, I really don't know what to do. I'm in the pickle. I've called multiple people to ask for uh, advice. And I had already told them. I said, listen, if you miss practice and you show up late for pre-warm-ups for the game, I told them already, next season, you won't be on this team. And I've already talked to the director. I said, listen, dude, I want the best for these kids. If I'm going to volunteer and put my time and effort into these kids, I expect the parents to be doing that too. If you're not going to do that, then go find another team. Go play with the other team. We just beat 36-6 and just play. T tell that coach that. I can't go. We can't do this. That's fine. But I can't. I can't deal with that. It just it irritates me. It's like the every other parent is sacrificing. An uncle's picking them up or the sister's picking them up from practice or, the you know, somebody's dropping them off but the parents. Everyone's busy. I get it. It's not just you. They act like it's it's just them. And I know the parents see that. And it's, I said next season, I like the kid. He's a great athlete. He's really good. But if I'm going to implement new schemes on this offense and new schemes on defense, I need everyone there. Because now during the games on Friday, what am I, now I got to teach him motion. I got to teach him this play, motion. You got to do this. You know? Upsetting. You know, not this season, last season. So this will be the last season. I'm sure it won't be the last time he misses practices. He'll probably miss a game too. But I'm just going to have to say next season, hey, give me the roster. I got kids that already signed up. They already put my name. They, they want to be on the team. I'm already scouting other players from the other teams and, and get ready to ask them. I'm going to bring a super team next season. But, yeah, that's what I've been dealing with. That, that was bothering me all day yesterday. You know, I didn't even reply. I'm just like, dude, why even show up? You know, you're di it feels like I'm being disrespected. I'm trying to get a winning team. I'm trying to develop these kids. It's not fucking, we're not playing tag, dude. We're not playing grab ass. Okay? I'm actually, you know, you can see the way these kids are playing, that they're learning something and they're getting good. And they keep fucking blowing me off. You know, I let COVID slide. You know, but that hour, oh, he can only stay an hour. Me and her mom, we have dinner plans. You know what I mean? I've already said I can drop them off. I'll drop you guys off. I'll pick you up. I need you guys there. You know, it's just, it's just, it's like basically saying fuck you. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. He's going to come and he's going to play Friday. And they're there at the game too. You know? It's annoying, dude. It's annoying and, and that, that's been bothering me, but I, I just... That's enough. Next season, he'll just be on another team. He's good, but he's not good enough for me to for me to just uh, let that slide. And it's not him. It's the parents. But I can't. Sorry, I can't deal with your parents, dude. They don't want to bring you to practice. There's always something going on. Baseball, baseball truck. Because even that Thursday when I was going to do Thursdays, I did find a park and I was going to take a chance and practice over there. He was like, oh, by the way, he can't make this Thursday practice because uh, he got an email from a, a baseball traveling team, and he's got tryouts that Thursday, so he won't be able to make the first practice. 
how the hell am I supposed to start him at quarterback or act if he's going to miss the first fucking practice? That was that was the final ticket. I said, okay, we're going to go with this guy. He doesn't have this arm strength. He can't throw it as far, but he listens. Okay, and he 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 could throw touchdowns. He gets a good he gets a good throw. He could get it there. So uh, I'm working with him now. He's doing good. I'm happy for that. Uh, I tell him, you know, town of tips. Make sure you're throwing the ball during the week. Work on your arm strength. But uh, he listens. He he knows the defenses and he's aware. So I'm uh, happy I went with him. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Sorry about that. I haven't been talking about the flag football. But yeah, I've been really uh, head deep into it. It's crazy when you, uh, I'm coaching. You know, I'm, I'm I'm staying, I'm staying poised. I'm making the right calls, and you got the coaches on the other end. They're screaming. One coach was doing. You see, you got four seconds to throw the ball to get the ball behind the line of scrimmage. Four seconds. So these guys, this other team, uh, a couple weeks ago, they kept tossing it, tossing it, tossing it behind the line of scrimmage. Every time they tossed it, they would they were gonna throw it, but they they were their players recovered, and then they were behind the line of scrimmage. I mean, there was times it was twelve seconds, and then they would take off running, and I didn't say anything. I was just thinking like, how am I gonna stop this? Finally, the director shows up and he puts a stop to it. He says, "No, you can't do that." So the coach on the other end he starts yelling, "That's the rules! What's the rules?" I don't even know the rules. He's yelling, dude. All the parents are there. So the director says, hey, center of the field now. You too, coach. So I go up, and he tells him, hey, it's four seconds. No matter how many times you hand it off behind the line of scrimmage, it's four seconds to get that ball across the line of scrimmage. He goes, because there's no rushing. Since there's no one's rushing, you got four seconds to get the ball. I don't care how many times you hand it off. It's four seconds. And the dude was trying to argue, and then I was just like, it makes sense. You know, and then he's saying he never got the rules. Yes, they email you the rules beginning of the season. I have a copy of the rules on my dresser. And, you know, it just, it was just, it was too much. Like, like I'm teaching these kids, there's only a few, uh, not, I don't have a lot of trick plays. It's more like pro offense. And there's a few like motions and a few sweep handoffs, but it's nothing like keep tossing it, tossing it, tossing it, and just trying to get open because. That stuff might work for people that or kids that don't have a solid defense, but my defense now knows to stay put. So if my corners are, are got the playing zone, ten yard zone, five yard zone, they know to stay put because if there's no one in their area, there's gonna be somebody sweeping around. And so now these kids are getting it, and now the defense is clicking. So those type of those type of plays aren't gonna work uh, much longer. So that's why I keep it basic, basic offense. And then the one of the other coaches, he was yelling. They got worked. We worked them the first game. We we beat them down. And the coach, he was throwing his hat, slamming his hat, throwing his clipboard on the floor. He's yelling at the kids. And I'm just sitting there poised. I tell the kids, hey, stay put. Hey, you could have had two, a pick right there. Hey. And I'll say, come here, son. And I'll tell him, hey, you need to do this. But I don't yell. Even though it sounds like I'm, I'm the way I talk is real intimidating, I'm not yelling. That's just the way I talk. And I tell them, hey, good job. When they do something, I say, hey, good job. Hey, nice pick. Keep it up. When they drop a pass, like one one player, he dropped two passes on Friday night, two touchdown passes. And I told him, the reason why you dropped those, they touched both your hands. You know why you dropped them? He goes, why? I go, because you're tired. I go, so we got to work on endurance. And he understood. I said, when you're tired, a lot of things you can do when you're, when you're full of energy, you can't do it when you start getting tired. So, yeah, that's what's going on with flag football, working with this team. We are the Browns again, returning Browns. I figure just keep it the same. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for the season. Look forward to Friday night games. Uh, last Friday I was nervous. Uh, these kids were actually big, really tall. And we just we outplayed them, man. We, we outplayed them. We, the kids know their assignment. And uh, it's going good. One thing I wanted to talk about, too, is also because I was so worried about not worried. I was so focused on Friday night's game. I was required to call in for jury duty Friday after five. And I totally forgot. I just saw it right now before I started this podcast. Like, oh, shit. I was supposed to call jury duty. So I don't even know what's going to happen with that. 
because this is the second time I had to delay it. The first time I actually came down with COVID. Yeah, so I've been home when I quarantined. I've just been binge watching TV. I've been watching. I just finished watching that new one called Reacher. It's on Amazon Prime. Uh, it's kind of corny. I watched it. It was it was all right. It's about some dude, uh, ex-military, and he comes into some town, and you know, bullets start flying, necks start getting cracked, and it's just stuff like that. A crazy one I've been watching though. It's called Euphoria. It's on HBO Max. It's with that girl. What's her name? Zen Zengata Zengata. She's dating the. Tim Holland, I think, is the guy from Spider-Man. Zimbabwe. What's her name? Zingata. Anyway, she's like the main character. She plays a drug addict. But they're they all these kids are 17. But I, obviously they're older in the in the they're older in real life. But they play high school kids. And all they do is do drugs. All they do is fuck. And just it's just like crazy shit they do. It's like I guess when I was, I start thinking when I was that age, I'm like, we weren't, we knew people that would do crazy drugs, but not, we had that one, she's that one, not everybody else did drugs, so, because I, I try to compare it, I go, man, is it more crazier now than it was when we were kids, but it, I, I think it's kind of the same thing, it's just the way the, the way it's scripted, the way it's written, but it's so bad, I can't even watch it on TV. Usually, if I, I can watch something on TV, I can shut the door. Uh, for one of them, the one I've been watching is Gamora. Uh, if you guys are looking to watch a, a good Italian gangster movie, it's based in Italy, watch Gamora. It's really good. Make sure to watch it in Italian with English subtitles. Because if you try to do English, it's really get, it's really bad. I like watching subtitle movies anyways. Uh, in foreign languages So watch, make sure to Gamora Italian Okay watch original Italian And English uh, subtitles Good really good Crazy I've never seen so much killing in my life They killed everybody Everybody got killed Didn't matter if you're friends for 20 years It didn't matter dude Everybody was getting the fucking bullet dude Very good Watched it I think there was like 5 seasons they just started the sixth season. I started the first episode, and I said I gotta take a break because I binge watched it. So Gamora, that was a good one. But Euphoria, I just I'm on second uh, the second season, uh, caught up. But it's just it started to get repetitive. Uh, really getting tired of Zendaya. I think it's Zendaya. Getting tired of her doing drugs. She just she gets better. Goes she went to rehab, comes back, gets better. Something happens with her transvestite girlfriend, and then she fucking. Now she's doing drugs again. She goes back and forth, and and then she's explaining because she's the, what is it? She's the, the narrator of the of the show, and so when she starts she starts doing drugs and she's talking about herself. It's just it's kind of cringy. It's like okay, I'm I'm getting kind of tired of this, uh, going back and forth with the with the drugs. I don't know. It's because everything I've been through, but uh, it does get kind of uh, boring, annoying. But uh, I'll still watch it. I'll see what happens. Uh, a lot of just, a lot of crazy shit, dude. I don't know why I like Lux and all that crazy shit. Probably because my life is just so normal, I guess. Despite everything that's happened to me in the past. Uh, yeah. So Euphoria, that one. Uh, Euphoria, Gamora. I've been watching also that one Peacemaker with John Cena. Uh it's all right. It's okay. I mean, dude, I watch so much shit now. I've watched so much stuff. It's like I don't even know what to watch anymore. I binge watch a lot. Or I watch YouTube videos. I guess I got a lot of time on my hands, huh? Let me see what other show. I think I talked to you guys about Dope Sick. That was a really good one. Uh, talks about uh, uh, Purdue Pharma. And how they knew about oxycodone that they were selling. 
oxycodone is, is short for uh oxy no no oxycodone's the the active ingredient in oxycontin oxycontin is short is for oxycontinuous so dope six about that how they knew it was still addictive and still they still pushed it and then they got caught uh that the FDA was involved. They, they were paying off the FDA. They were paying off people. People in the FDA. FDA people were quitting. And then Purdue Pharma was hiring them. It was just about a, a lot about of a shady shit going on. Talking about that. FDA. Everything is going through FDA to get approved. Especially with the vaccines and everything. Everybody. It's only understandable that everybody is suspicious. And concern with the vaccines because of the the history of the FDA of them fucking up and taking bribe bribes and shit like that. So we could forward to that to today of what's been going on with Joe Rogan. He's under a lot of fire. If you guys know, Joe Rogan is a podcaster, comedian, UFC commentator. I've talked about him plenty of times on this show. I started this show because of him. I used to listen to him since the beginning when he first started, when podcasts first started coming out. Didn't even know what this was. Didn't even know he was a comedian. I knew, oh, the UFC guy, oh, the Fear Factor guy. I've been listening to him for so many years. And one one thing for me to start a podcast was because of him. Uh, just I liked how he interviewed different people and got to meet new people. So he's under a lot of fire. Okay, he's under a lot of fire because he has had two, like we could say two controversial doctors. I think one of them is Dr. Malone, McClone, McDowell. Malone, I think it's Malone and McDowell. These guys uh, come on the show and they talk about how bad. Well, they talk about how. Everything they're telling us about the vaccines and this and that. They're hiding stuff. Uh, I don't want to go into detail. And I want I don't want to murder it. If you guys want to listen to it, you could I'm sure you could find it online. Uh these guys I wouldn't call them alternate alternate right, but these guys spoke against CDC, uh Fauci, people that have put these they put these rules on us. And so they go and they basically rebuttal everything. And they're saying ivermectin doesn't work. It works. Hydrochloroquine's known to work for COVID. And all these different things and how there should be different uh, alternatives and then what they're offering us. And I mean, they didn't say it. These guys, these men didn't say it. But it's like you kind of know they want to say it. You know, like there's something bigger. There's just like. One one new new world order, but they can't say it. they have to just give it to you by saying certain things. Now I don't know who's right, who's wrong. Okay, anybody could print out a draft. Anybody could go on the computer. They could print out a draft, put Israel and vaccination, non-vaccination, and put graphs, and then post it on Twitter. Anything can be falsified. Now, so when I hear people talk and I hear other people, it's like. They're 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 quoting certain things. Oh, you go here and look there and look there, but man, nowadays, man, I don't know who to believe. I don't know who to believe anymore. Okay, only thing I can tell you is what I fucking been through, and you guys that listen to the show, you know what I've been through. So I'm gonna tell you the fucking truth. Okay, I don't know. Sounds interesting. Okay, sounds interesting. There's a there's a you know, it's like the Wizard of Oz. There, there's, there's a little man behind the behind the curtain. That's in that's in charge of it all. But anyways, Joe Rogan uh, came out with the apology. I guess I don't know if it's the White House. I think they're saying the White House has came down on Spotify and or pressured them into making sure that his podcast, if he talks about COVID or anything. He needs to have some type of descriptive, uh, you know, uh, about the information, whether it's going to be false. I don't know. I don't know what it's going to say. I guess it would say something like Instagram. 
how if anybody types in COVID, it's going to so this is this is known to be false narrative or whatever they put when you say something about COVID. Sorry, I had to take a drink. So anyways, he's uh So he went out and apologized for that. He says I I'm gonna make sure to I then I think I said this last podcast too. You need to balance it out. You gotta give people choices. When you just give them that choice and then people look up to you and and you've grown so big. I remember no one knew who you were when I was listening to your podcast. Now you I've seen you grow. I've seen the process. And you have a responsibility now. You know, I know you say, oh, well, Joe Rogan says, oh, well, you know, I just, you know, always goes back to I'm an idiot. I don't know. Come on, man. You can't give that to us no more, dude. We know you're not a fucking idiot. You know, and you might be onto something. You might. But you got to do better than that, man. You poke the bear. Okay. If you guys don't know, yes, there's something bigger than us. Okay, there's always going to be somebody up higher than us. Okay, $100 million that Joe Rogan got for Spotify is nothing. Okay, that's a drop in a bucket. There's people out there that are probably trillionaires we don't even know about. There's people out there that, that, fuck, own the color blue. Okay, there's real, real money. That's not the $100 million nowadays ain't nothing. You know, maybe he thought, hey, I'm, 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 I'm this popular now. I got this much, much pull. I'm going to start saying something. And I he probably means good. But guess what, man? There's people out there that did take of his advice. There's people out there that didn't get vaccinated. There's people out there that did get ivermectin. Okay? And some of them died. And some of them, some of them lived. Okay? This is a pandemic. We're still learning what's going on. That's why they called it a, a novel. Because it's something new. We're still learning. And, yeah, some of these doctors were right. You know, some of them were right in certain things. But, uh, you know, we'll see. I know people don't trust uh, the FDA. They don't trust CDC. But they trust Joe Rogan. And now Joe Rogan's getting attacked. And he had to come and apologize. Not just once. Now he's getting attacked twice. And he's apologized twice. In less than a week. Now there's a video of him saying the N-word for about a minute straight in different episodes. And he went out he apologized again. So he's under fire. Now, people say, well, he's under fire because he's poking the bear. Uh, He's telling the truth. Uh, You know, he could have mixed it up. I got podcasters that I listen to. That rebuttal all those guys. The Malone and the McClough. I got podcasters I listen to. I like to listen to both sides, okay? Ever since everything I went through, me being a a recent right winger, uh, you know, going through my stages of life, I guess you would call, I like to listen to both sides now. And I hear both of them. And they both make sense. Uh. You know, I hear the rebuttals. I hear the rebuttals. I listen to rebuttals, and they make sense too, but they make sense too. It's just, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, but all I know is he apologized. People are taking their music off of Spotify. I think Neil Young. I don't even know who the fuck that is. Uh, I think the... What's the the prince and the princess, the ones that moved from Europe and they didn't want to be part of the royal family? Uh, they said they're gonna pull their podcast. Uh, I know somebody told me that that they would like to hear everything you know they've been through, but uh, me personally, it's uh, you know why the fuck would I want to hear them? Talk about something, man. They, that dude was born with a golden spoon. Yeah, he went, he served in the military and all that, but 
What the fuck is he going to tell me? What is he going to talk about on the podcast? Those guys live in luxury. That guy's never had to lift a finger in his life. And then she married into it. And they're going to say, oh, well, we're pulling our podcast because of Joe Rogan. Well, fucking pull your shit then. All these people, I'm going to pull. I'm going to unsubscribe to Spotify if they don't cancel Joe Rogan. I'm tired of this cancel culture bullshit. Okay, I'm tired of it. Joe Rogan, he did say the N-word. But he didn't say it to anybody. He said it as he was telling his stories. Okay. First of all, these podcasts, the 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 old, you could see it like he's got a camera in his face, headphones in his ear. That's one of his early, early 11, 12 years ago. Okay. A lot of this stuff was years ago. And somebody made a clip of that. Let me tell you one thing. Okay. There's no one. That's just barely started listening to Joe Rogan is going to go through. Let's just say he's got 1,500 because he's got his MMA show he does. He's got his fight. He used to do Fight Companion, have all the guys, uh, groups, and do that. But then he has his regular podcast. Let's just say he's got 1,500 podcasts right now. Okay? I think he's he's probably got more. Let's just make it 15. And each podcast is three hours long. Okay? Do the math. Okay. Let me see if I can do the math now. That's uh, three. 4,500 hours, if I'm correct. 4,500 hours of podcasting. And somebody comes out with the clip of him saying the N-word. Does that make sense? Somebody hated Joe Rogan. Somebody didn't like him. They were jealous of him. Probably jealous of him. I would say more jealousy, man. The guy's worked his butt off to to get this nice contract. You know, to see the guy make nothing and then now he's he's earned himself that nice contract. I, I hats off to him. But this guy must have been sitting on this video for years waiting for him to slip up. And he goes, you know what? Let me drop this shit now. Boom. And he fucking drops it. Let me tell you, to that guy who made that video and posts it, let me tell you right now, you're a fucking piece of shit. You're the biggest fucking piece of shit on this earth. You're probably some fat fucking gremlin in the basement still sucking his mom's tit. That's fucking disrespectful. Okay, take everything out of context. Okay, is it right that he said those words? Probably not. No, I wouldn't say it. I've said the end with the A at the end. What if it's my homies from the neighborhood? Now that I'm older now, those those that vocabulary starts to dis, dis, dismantle. But every once in a while, you get me pissed off or we're talking about something heavy, it might it might come out, but it's not going to be with the R at the end, you know. But now they want to hang him for saying it. Look at man, it's a, it's a word. He said the word. He didn't call anybody that. He's just talking. He was just telling his stories. He probably shouldn't. He probably would have been okay if he didn't say it, but he said it. He thought it was okay. Let it go. But everybody's making a big deal out of it. He's got to apologize. All because some fucking basement gremlin. Fucking dungeon gremlin. Whatever you want to call him, dude. Fucking he made this video. And you know he's made it over the years. You know he has. And he was just waiting. Waiting. I wonder if he could sue for defamation. It was taken out of context. It was fucking manipulated. It's disgusting. Everyone's fucking trying to... Cancel everybody. Like, everyone's right. You're right. I'm right. I'm right. You're wrong. I'm right. I'm wrong. Hey, look it. We're all going to fucking die. We don't know who's right. We don't know who's fucking wrong. All right? So let's stop this fucking shit. This fucking cancel culture. If you want to wear a fucking uh, a nose ring in your nose, you want to shave half your head and dye it blue and, and fucking work, you know, do all kinds of weird shit to your body, manipulate, good for you. I don't have to answer. Somebody's going to have to answer for you, and it's going to be yourself. I'm tired of this cancel culture shit. It's fucking annoying. Everybody, I'm right, you're wrong. No, you're right, you're wrong. Political correct, you're politically correct. Fuck you. Fucking annoying, dude. Everyone acts like they got the fucking answers. We don't got the answers. We're still learning. Everybody thinks they fucking know it all. It's so annoying. I definitely don't know it all. I'm talking out of my ass. 
But I'll tell you this, I'm going to talk truthful to you. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to speak from the heart. And we got to stop judging each other. Okay? If you're anti-vaxxer, you're a vaxxer. Okay, man, it's your choice. Isn't that what we want? We want to be able to make our choice. But now that we want to make our choice, people want to point and go, oh, well, he's wrong. Joe Rogan made a choice. He made a choice to have these guys on the show. Okay, and we're gonna now we're gonna hold him accountable for all the the false information he's spreading. I guess you know when you get that big, uh, you know you start poking the bear. It's 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 a different uh, different story, man. I don't know. I don't listen to all the shows anymore. Too long, fucking three hours, three and a half hours. Crazy, man. Crazy what we're doing. I bet you he feels bad, too. He probably feels, fuck, man, they're coming after me. Yeah, he probably, I don't know, maybe he thought he was too, getting too he was getting big. Hey, man, I got enough influence. I know enough people. I'm going to poke the bear. And they fucking says, no, 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 no. It's not going to work like that. They fucking canceled, they canceled Alex Jones. That was one of his good buddies. Canceled his ass. If you believe Joe Rogan, everything, these people he's had on the show, he might as well be Alex Jones too then. They canceled his ass. He's on all the, the platforms. He's got his own, uh, what is he? he's got his own app. He could go to his website, still listen to his shit. I could go back and listen to Alex Jones' shit and pick up where I left off two, three years ago. Yeah, that cancer culture shit is fucking horrible, dude. We got some very bad, depressed, low self-esteem pieces of shit out there, dude. They got nothing more than to fucking try to cancel someone. I don't believe he should be canceled, okay? I think everyone has a right to speak their mind, okay? Especially these guys he had that have written books, that have that are well-known doctors and scientists. He's had high-quality... Hi, excuse me. I got. Feel like I got to sneeze. Trying to hold it in. He's had people out there that that have been doing research, and he doesn't just have uh regular, not regular people, but Joe and Schmo. He doesn't have any just Joe and Schmo. My podcast. I'm just starting, and I get my my good friends. I get friends of their friends. You know, I've tried to get people. Uh, you know, take a step up and get people. I've got people that have written books on my show and stuff like that. I'm mediocre. I'm not hardcore. Um, I've been invited to podcasts before. I'm not ready for that yet. I've been invited for, for a few podcasts. And, you know, I would like to, but I know that there's going to be people tuning in from their, their thought. And I'm going to get a big spike and it's going to drop. You know, and, I, and I'm not ready for that yet. Just not. Uh, but pretty soon I am. Pretty soon I will be on other podcasts. And uh, right now I want to do my own thing. I want to get everything settled. This is year three. A lot of big plans this year. But, yeah, man, I just wanted to talk about some things. I know I missed last week. I apologize. My voice is fucked up, too. Apologize for that. But, uh, yeah, we're doing good things over here. Taking it one day at a time. I hope everyone out there is doing good. I'm starting to lose my voice. But uh, I love you guys, man. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, next week, I'm going to do a Super Bowl special. I was going to do my picks today. But I will do it next week. And uh, just happy, man. Just happy to be here. Be back. I missed you guys last week. I love you guys, man. And hey, man, love one each other. No matter... What what you believe in, what you agree with, hey man, we're not. And in the end, man, it's not gonna matter, dude. You know, let's just enjoy the time we have with each other because uh, all this, man, it's all just a a, a smoking screen or screen of smoke. What do they call it? Smoking screen, man. I'm bad at my words today. You know, it's just a, a, a smoking mirrors. There you go. Yeah, it's just a smoking mirrors, man. Wake up. Look at yourself in the mirror. Tell yourself you love you. Love life, man. It's okay, dude. 
feel a little low that day, go get a fucking soda. That makes me feel good now. Used to be fucking pills. Used to be fucking cocaine. Used to get all bombed up. Go spend money. Now, I'm used. I'm, I'm, I'm re- recovered now. Now it's like I feel down. You know, I don't go back to that. So you know what? Let me get a. Let me cheat. Let me get a soda. You know what? You know, I coached the kids yesterday. Came home. I took a nap. I was tired. I woke up. I was hungry. Wife said, "Oh, let me let me cook something." I go, "No, dude. Let's just let's cheat today. Let's go get some Del Taco." It's okay, man. It's okay. Don't worry about what people. Are going, oh, can't eat that, dude. Gotta keep my six pack. Gotta do. Well, fucking yeah. Good for you then. Cause tomorrow isn't promised. Okay. We thank God for what we have for today. I'm out of here, guys. I'll see you next week. I love you guys. Be good to one another. Right. Fuck all this bullshit. All right. Peace.